Welcome to There Must Be More, a Bethel Ottawa podcast. Remember to like and subscribe on YouTube at Bethel Ottawa and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Welcome back to There Must Be More. So great to have you. Thanks for joining us. This is episode two. Season, season two, baby. Two. We back. We are back. How do you we feel? Back. Have I'm you noticed so anything different about today? Yeah, if you're on the video watching, can but you, you tell? I'm us? asking you. Oh yes, we have two tables instead of one, so we got more room for activities. <laughs> you know we'll that leave movie. Some space you know that for movie. The Holy Spirit. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And we have more room for you know our notes and such. We have iPads. We do. Aren't do you we know, technologically advanced? Do you advanced? know what we said, all you listeners? We said, we're going to look so fancy, like the diary of a CEO that's podcast what we host. That because guy's awesome. he's so cool, Steven. Cool. He's so yeah. cool with his iPad. So we were like, we need our iPads. Anyways. Yeah. Is this part of what we're actually going to talk about today? This has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today. You know what else we should get, though, for this studio? What? Air conditioning. It's very- I feel like I'm glistening. Am I glistening? <laughs> you know what they call that? Listening. No, a glazed donut. Why, they say I'm bald? like your skin. No. <laughs> Actually, no. Right. Mm, so Haley Bieber went viral yeah. oh. for her glazed donut skin because oh. her skin was so dewy and clear and fresh. Like it looks like she was sweating a little bit, but it just means you're hydrated. How's that fresh? Like, because you're hydrated. I said that and, really weird. <laughs> fresh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you're hydrated and clean and clear. So it's like, or she, other she's people like a call glazed it donut. sweaty or you could call it sweaty. Right. I would say a glazed donut. I'm not a glazed donut, okay. but I am feeling dewy in here. Anyways, I just want some AC. <laughs> yeah. That's all I was wanted to talk yeah. about. Not Haley yeah. Bieber. If anybody wants to come and install like an AC unit in this window or something, hit us up and yeah. we will gladly we'll accept, accept that and give free hugs to you. So free yeah. hugs. She free will. Hugs. I don't give out free hugs. You don't give out free hugs? Yeah, actually, I do a lot. I was going to say, you hug. Your men's t-shirts literally say, hug a bro. bro. I know. So, like, I don't know what you're talking about. I think I do give out hugs. You do. It's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. But they're not here for this nonsense. (laughs) Or maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe they need more nonsense. Maybe. We actually have a topic today. We do. And we're we're within a series. Yep. Which I'm actually pretty excited about this series. Yeah, you are. Because I, well, so are you. I am too, but you're really excited about this Well, I think it's an important thing that we all should be living in. Okay. And that is victory. Yep. Right? Yep. Uh, So it's a four-part series. Yep. And we're in part two today. Yes. So if you missed our first part, make sure you go back and you listen to that one. Yes. Uh, But today, Rob, what are we talking all about? We are talking about, so first one, we talked about like, what is uh, victory, Victory. right? Like. We have these ideas of victory yep. um, and then sort of how do we maintain victory in our lives in different circumstances. Right. Yep. And now we're moving into a bit of discussing some of the things that like get in the way of us finding that victory. Yeah. And today we are talking about, and I think many of us, mm. and I think almost I all do, of I us do for sure. deal with this yep. on some level, some level or another, and that is imposter syndrome. Yes. Okay. And so for those of you who don't Ooh. know... Imposter syndrome, this idea has been around for a long time. Long time. Right? And we did a little bit of research, Rob, and we found out that this idea was originally called like imposter oh, what phenomenon. Was it? Yes. Yep. Um, and from 1978. Oh, man. Two. A year after I was born. Really? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I just blew her mind. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I just look so young. <laughs> That's right. It's because gla- you're Dewey, listening Dewey like a glazed donut. Yeah, donut. <laughs> um, 
So this was from 1978, two psychologists who are women, which I would just like to say made me very this excited. This is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Their names are Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne uh, Imes. They developed this concept, basically. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about imposter syndrome, it really means that it's something that we feel because we're, we don't deserve or we're yeah. not qualified yeah, yeah, yeah. for. Yeah, so it's like a status or position we might want to achieve or yeah. be in. That, yeah, that we feel like, well, I don't deserve this. Like, I feel like an imposter. Like, I shouldn't be here. I'm not good enough. Like, yeah. I'm a fraud. So, like, let's think of some areas maybe that, that that could exist. Like, one of them I think that would be significant for a believer is just your faith and church. Ooh. Right? Like, they don't belong in church. Yeah. Right? And what would you think would be a common reason for feeling like an imposter in oh, church? Oh, yeah, like, I'm not good enough. I'm not... Sin. Like, sin. Like, I'm not holy enough. Oh. I messed up, so I don't deserve to be... Totally. You know, here in the church yeah, and, yeah, and the yeah, pew yeah, and yeah, worshiping yeah. and raising my hands when I, like... What if they knew what I did yesterday? What Absolutely. Knew, right? Oh, that's good. Right? Yeah. Um, very, very difficult because like we we have a, a holiness that we um, hope for in our lives. Yeah. Thing is that Jesus makes us holy. Yeah. Uh, right? And and so I think yep. there's just been a lot of dangerous discussion around people that like, you know, get yourself cleaned up and then come to church. Mm. Uh, that notion, that idea, so which just really makes a whole bunch of fakers. It does. And it really is like, it's so discouraging to me when I hear people say that, like, I feel so bad because I'm like, who taught you that? Like who taught you that? Because if you go and you read your Bible and you read the gospels, Mm -hmm. Jesus didn't wait for anybody to clean themselves up, to use them or to say like, come to me. Come yeah. follow me, right? Exactly. Like he, he never did that anyways. That's all a sidebar for that. But. I mean, so I guess it, Ed, when it's like church, I mean, I started this whole sidebar no, it's with, fine. with talking you about church. You go on your and, sidebar. Right? Um, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I mean, I guess if, if the whole goal of uh, Christianity is to be perfect, then we're all imposters. Right? Oh, yeah. Jesus was the only one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, our, actually, our next question yeah. was like, is this good? Is imposter syndrome any kind of good thing? Right. Like, yeah. should we be feeling this way ever? I think it's normal to feel this way. It is normal. Uh, but we shouldn't feel this way. Right. Yeah. So there's a difference, and you brought this up. There's a difference between being <laughs> delusional, and yeah. if you're on TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. How old are you? <laughs> You were born in 1977, weren't you? 1993. Um, TikTok. If you're on TikTok, not TikTok. On the TikTok. There's this, like, they call it delusional, they call it So, like, oh, I'm being a Delulu baby today, like, because you're being delusional. So there's a difference between being, like, absolutely delusional. Star Star Wars would call it delusions of grandeur. Really? Yes. That's what they call it? He, they, they use that phrase on there. Oh, that sounds so sophisticated. It sounds a little bit better than Delulu. Delulu, yeah, I'm like a little, a little, I'm a little feeling a little Delulu today. That's what okay. they say on yeah, TikTok. Yeah. Um, they sure have a way of dumbing things down, they, don't they? Listen, don't want to get me started. Hopefully, so, we're not on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just offending all of TikTok. No, we love TikTok. Yeah. So yeah. there's a difference between feeling like an imposter and then being delusional. And so, yeah. like for example, what you said is like, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and be a rock star or a <laughs> pop star because like I can't sing. I'm I've not heard it. like it's, it's okay. You're not you're not that bad. <laughs> it's, no, it's not good. It's not you know Taylor Swift level. Listen, you know, for all of queen. us, maybe in the shower, it's that level because like in the shower, in I'm the shower, amazing. I sound so good. Then the water shuts off. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Do I sound like that the whole entire time. No. But anyway, so there's a difference between feeling like an imposter and like being absolutely delusional. Like we're not saying 
you know, you're going to wake up tomorrow and decide that you're just going to be so amazing at drums and like, yeah. And there are things that we believe about ourselves that are incorrect sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes our idea of our capacity or our, our abilities is just not quite correct. Yeah. Right. And so we have to like understand that. Um, I do like to sing as well, but like, I'm, I'm not, you actually are, you're pretty good. No, I'm not. I think you are. Like my wife can sing. Yeah, so like, Shannon like can. my wife can sing. I'm like yeah. a maybe if I had to stand up yeah. as a pastor in front of a congregation of 40 yeah. people and lead a hymn, yeah. I could probably get away with that yeah. and not be booed you play off the piano stage. really well. Thank You're you. classically trained. Yeah, we're not here to talk about I have a point. So like I can't all of a sudden go up to Rob and be like, let's have a classical piano off and start like doing a, of course I would feel like an imposter because I'm being delusional. Like there's no way I could just yes. step up to the piano. Da, da, yes. da, da. Right. So there's a difference between like being delusional and like imposter syndrome. Yes. That's what we're saying. Absolutely. So it's yeah. really important for us to recognize that. Yes. Right. Like yeah. let's just get down to the yeah. nitty gritty and yeah. say, so I, it's normal. Yeah. Like what we're good at and what we're not yeah. good at. And even yeah, like you can be really good at something, but not the best at it. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. I'm not the best at a lot of things. That's right. You are I'm just not like, the best okay, at a I'm like, lot just like, okay. I'm like, just like, okay. of things and that's okay. Yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Says the classically trained. Yeah. But whatever, I would be pianist. a joke. I would be a joke with an orchestra. A joke. Like a, jo- a like, but joke. Like, so we have to like recognize that. that there is yes. like, there's a, uh, a level of professionalism yeah. that is exceedingly high. Yeah. Like if I look at me singing versus Shannon singing, yeah. she is yeah. far beyond me in singing yeah. and she's still not a professional. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, so um, there's a, yeah, there's a difference between those, but yes, yeah. it's, I think it is normal that we're feeling this way and that other people are feeling this way of this imposter syndrome. Is it good? No, no, no. And especially when we're like talking about, um, our hopes and dreams mm-hmm. and places where we do, uh, we're like, where God's called us to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause there's a difference. Like he will equip us with a lot of things yeah. and there are things that we have to like recognize that we are good at and we right. do belong in this place. 100%. Right. Yeah. You're not here by accident. Well, and a big thing about this is like this, this study and this, the, the term, mm-hmm. um, around imposter syndrome was because, um, they were studying high functioning, high, highly successful women mm-hmm. and like their position. Right. And so if you look at what happens to a woman when in, especially in the seventies, eighties, and even now yeah. they get into those higher positions, they can often be made to feel like they don't belong there. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what does that do? That goes to the psyche. Like yep. people will like gaslight you. People will, um, speak negative negatively about yep. your abilities and they attack do it to those things. Gaslight yourself. You will, but yep. also because it comes from the outside as well. Yeah. Right. That message, if it just sort of comes in all the time, yeah. it, it, it is a very real thing that we can be put in positions where we will feel inadequate. Yeah. Right. Yep. By others and by ourselves. Yeah. So, um, I think it's a very real thing that we have to battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really like where we're going to go with this because we look at some of the, the, I think there's five. Yeah, there's types. five different types. Yeah, because we're looking at like where does this come from? Where does syndrome. this stem from? Yeah, like, what, what, yeah. Why are we feeling this way? Where does it come from? Where does it stem from? Yeah. Okay, so we found out that there is actually five different types yep. of imposter syndrome. Yeah. And once we read these, I immediately knew which one I was. Yeah, <laughs> which is I pretty crazy. I'm, I mean, we might ask Shannon here while we're doing this if this is mine too. But I think mine's the same as yours. Okay, so let's. Um, we want to read. Th- 
some of yeah, them Yeah, so first of all, this comes from Dr... Valerie Young. Yes, yep. thank you. Um, yep. and, and her discussions, her studies, her, her studies, research, her research yep. on imposter syndrome. Thanks, so Dr. This, Val. Yes, thank you, Dr. Val. Uh, and thank you, all the ladies who put the work into this. Um, ladies, yeah. we love you. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, so the first one is the perfectionist. Yep. Right? Yep. And this is when we set uh, unrealistically high standards that like honestly almost nobody could meet. Right. And then when we don't reach them, we feel like failures. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I don't know, but like this one, this is kind of where I feel like this is where I am. But I actually <laughs> see myself from a, a more of a negative side of it. So like I know that most most perfectionists would be like, I'm going to do this perfectly. I'm gonna set these really wonderful goals. Right. I almost feel like I just fall off the perfection. As soon as something goes wrong, as soon you throw it all away. Yes. Oh, right. So it's okay. almost like I don't even that's perfectionism. It's about like, but I don't have that. Like, oh, well, let's wait till the end and see how this goes. Like there's times right. like, when I'm just like, oh, like, that's it. No, that we already blew it. Right. <laughs> right. Even if it's like really early on. Totally. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But this one's yours too, right? This one is mine as yeah. well, for sure. But from a different point but of view. But from a different point of view. So I would say mine is, um, say I like, I did almost everything perfectly, but one thing was off. I'm like, I failed. Really? Even though like 98% of it was amazing yeah. or good or whatever. Yeah. I also have like a fear of failure, but well, we're going to get into that later on in yeah, our, yeah, in our yeah. series. So why, where do you think yours would come from? My perfectionist imposter syndrome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, like, I think... <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> putting you on really? the spot. Really. No, no. I know where it stems from because oh, no, I, really? go, I go to therapy. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Joyce. Um, is that your doctor, Dr. Yeah, Joyce? Dr. Oh, Joyce, we love you. I like Yay. that. Um, she sounds like she could have a TV show or a podcast. Ooh. So um, my imposter syndrome, the perfectionist, definitely comes from... I'm in my family... I'm the middle child. <laughs> and so I'm mm. the peacekeeper mm-hmm. in my family. Mm-hmm. And I'm like the fixer because it's like just how I'm made up. Um, and that's how I just have always been that way. And so I feel like I always have to have it together and be like perfect. Yeah. Because I'm that's just who I am. It's mm-hmm. Sarah. Like she's steady all the time. She's the peacekeeper. She make sure everything's good. She checks in on this family. She reminds me of that. Like I'm not the oldest sibling, but I feel like the oldest sibling. Yeah, okay, no offense okay. to my, my brother. Wow. But yeah. I think that that's definitely part of where it stems from. Interesting. Yeah. But you're working on that. But I'm working on it. I know I'm you a are. I know you are. People pleaser. Right? People <laughs> yeah. pleasing. Oh, that's it's a where, losing game. It's a losing game. Okay. Right. So that's one of them. Yeah. The next one, I want to read it off just because I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. Um, it says the expert. And so this says it feels the need to know everything and fears being exposed as a fraud for lacking knowledge. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Did you read yours? Because I didn't read the first one perfectly. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um, yeah. Okay. So okay, actually, second. That, that one, I actually feel like I could have some I feel of that like in I me too. Might, have, might be sprinkled in there too. I think so too. Yeah. Right. Maybe you don't just have one. Maybe. I agree with that. You know? If I look at all of them. Yeah. Okay. Read what number, what's the third one? The third one, the natural genius expects skills to come effortlessly. And oh, I didn't read that effortlessly. Uh, <laughs> and feels like an <laughs> imposter when needing effort. So like that's in me too. Oh, like is literally it? is. Yeah, for sure. Like so if you feel like you're asking for help. Yeah. You feel like a fraud? Yeah. No, everybody needs to ask for help. Uh, no, I know it. 
Oh, for sure. I know. Yeah, it. I know. I know it. But wow. I think that there's definitely, especially when you look at maybe people above you. Yeah. Uh, for me. So like if I yeah. have like somebody, a leader above yeah. me. Yeah. And, um, or something. and it's yeah. not the, any fault of the leaders. No, no, no. And not because they're not approachable or they're awful. Exactly. Yeah. But for my own, like, oh, I, they need to view me like I'm competent and capable without, you know. When you say it like that. For real. I get it. Right? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Number four is called the soloist. Yes. So believes in doing everything alone and feels inadequate asking for help. Uh, that's not me. I don't, I don't feel like that's me. No. If I need help, I'll be like, yeah, help me out. Yeah. But maybe I'd learn that. Okay. And number five. That one's Shannon. That one's Shannon. The soloist. Shannon, you're the soloist. Oh. Oh. Okay. Aww. That explains a lot. You don't need to do everything alone. No, we're here for you, Shannon. I just want to hug everybody who has these. You did have a problem with that growing up. <laughs> I did. I got in trouble at school because they said I hug too much. Yeah. I totally know that. Man. I think we've said this on the yeah. podcast. Okay, before. Shannon, the soloist. Interesting. Okay. And then five, the superhero. Strives for excellence in all aspects. Fearing exposure if showing vulnerability or struggling to balance everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are going to be that one. Yeah, I know some I can think of right same now, but I'm not going to out them. Yeah, yeah, same. I'm not going to out them. But Why not? I, because I we love you and this is a place. Okay, so that I hope... But these things don't make you a bad person no, in any way. No, 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 right? no, 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 no. Definitely not. Definitely not. I, but I think breaking it down the five... I think it's really helpful. It's actually very helpful and yeah. you can kind of pinpoint. So, yeah. like... So where does this where does this stem from? Like, why do we... Oh, man. You know, why are we breaking into these five different categories or like, what do you think? Oh, I kind of think like we don't fully understand our uniqueness in God. Mm. Like we tend to look at others and say, like compare. Yeah. Like, uh, Oh, I see how awesome they are at that. And everybody thinks that they're amazing at it. If I do anything differently, then I'm not as good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's, it can't be true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So comparison, you think, is a I huge... Think comparison I think comparison is so. a massive one. I agree. We actually have a scripture um, from 2 Corinthians 10, verses 12, that talks mm-hmm. about comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll read it. It says, We do not dare to classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves. Mm-hmm. When they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they are not wise. So when we're comparing... Mm-hmm. We're it's not, foolish. We're not using wisdom. It's foolish, but right? it also denies who God has made us to be. Yep. Right? And what so he's like, asked you to do. Yeah. So yeah. like, I can look at leadership and I can look at some leaders and go, wow, like they just have their T's crossed and their I's dotted. Mm-hmm. What amazing leaders. Yeah. But then I neglect the fact that, you know what? In the face of crisis, I'm actually quite good at adjusting. Right. Right. So like my personality has a tendency towards when things go off the rails slightly, I don't just fold and like cower. Yeah. So like that's something I can bring to the table in leadership and maybe my T's and I's aren't as perfect as this other person, but just like equip others. Lean into what your gifting are. And lean into those people who are gifted that way and make them a part of the things that you're doing. Like you said, people need help. Yeah, people right? need help, and we have to lean on each other. Yeah, and we need to help one another. We need to help. Literally, we need to help one another. Yeah, so. I don't know. You've actually said that in this podcast. You might have said that before. I definitely have. I don't you think have I said, said it before. This time. You're so yeah. wise. No, it wasn't from the Lord because it's not mine. Um, <laughs> and then we did talk a little bit. Did you go into Galatians one ten yet? I did not. Okay, read that one. Okay, this is okay. 
if you're a people pleaser like myself, me you too. are as well. Me too. What's happening to us? Shannon, are you? Are you? Oh, huge, wow. So I think there's a lot more people, people pleasers out there. there. <laughs> That's what her face was like, right? Like, She's like, oh yeah, I'm definitely whoa. same, same. Well, I say recovering because I'm trying to, <laughs> trying yeah. to work on it. Uh, but if you're a uh, people pleaser like us in this room, um, Galatians 1 verse 10, listen to this. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Wow. Ooh, so that the, makes me feel bad. Here's what resonates <laughs> with me in that, though. Yeah. And I don't remember if we talked about this last week, but we talked about the gift of service, but I called it yeah. the gift of helps, right? Yeah, it helps. But we can get so wrapped up in like the death to self and the carrying the cross mm-hmm. in the sense of get rid of yourself and only think of other people. This scripture Mm-mm-mm. says something different. Yeah, it rectifies. It takes all of that and throws it out the window. Are you people pleasing? Yeah. Because if you are, you're not pleasing God. You're not a servant you're of Christ. You're not serving me. Right? That's bonkers. That is bonkers. Wow. Wow. Okay. So imposter syndrome, comparison. Yeah. People pleasing, 100%. Yes. Uh, what else would we say? Lack of trust in God. Yeah. I would say that. Right? Yeah. Why would you say that? Lack and then of, I'll tell you why I okay, say that. Okay. I would say lack of trust in God because A, for me personally, it means I'm not trusting who God has called me to be, mm-hmm. right? And I'm trying to take things into my own hands. And yeah. of course, like this is, it's easy for us to, like you said, look at somebody, look at social media, look at somebody that you look up to and are inspired by mm-hmm. and think like, oh, I should maybe be more like that. Yeah, totally. Like, why isn't like... You know, why didn't God craft me that way? Yeah. Why don't I have that platform? Why yeah. don't I have this? Why don't I have, why not? Why not? Why not? All the why nots yeah. equals I'm not trusting God yeah. and his call in my life and who he created me to be. Absolutely. And who I meant to impact. So that's exactly. why I would say that. And I think we also then get, and this is really along the lines of what you're saying. I think we get hung up on God's bunny ears call on our life. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like we wait for this perfect voice from the Lord to drop down to us, maybe on, yes, right. Or like on tablets of gold that are like, this is your calling. Go forth and do this. Wouldn't that be so nice? But like, and I've heard it said, like, um, maybe God will just direct the steps of people in motion. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like we, we can actually do things that we're passionate about. Yes. And pastor Peter spoke on this, um, in the summer. Yeah. Right. And he talked about like, can you be that? Can you be a writer? Yeah. You can be a writer and love Jesus and serve Jesus. You know, can you be an actor and love and serve? Yeah. You can do that. Can you be an accountant? Can you work for the guy? All these things. Yeah, yep. you don't have to be like a, a pastor, no. as it were, yep. and wait for this special anointing calling kind of thing. Yep. And so we can trust that no matter what we choose to do, God is going to even come in and direct our steps. He's not going to mm-hmm. leave us, even if we make a dis- like a mistake on that decision. Yeah, He's still going to come in, and if we let him, direct our steps. Yeah. Right? Which I believe that is trusting in God. We get so hung up on that initial decision. Yeah. And it being perfect. Yeah. And we do that with like relationships, Everything. jobs, yep. right? It's and, perfect or nothing. And and it just, it cripples people. Yeah. Right? Mm. So I think that if we can just trust that whatever situation we're going to get into, he's going to empower us by his Holy Spirit yeah. to, to glorify him, yeah. then the imposter syndrome stuff can just like 
sort of melt off maybe. Yeah. As we trust. For sure. Right? I agree He's with He's going to take care of it. Yeah, 100%. Which is such a beautiful free place to be. Yeah. And I'm still going to be not yep. great at crossing T's and dotting I's. Yeah. But what yep. I do bring to the table is who he's made me to be. Yeah. And that's how we find victory in uh, in the midst of imposter syndrome is really like relying and trusting on him. I would also say insecurity plays a huge, huge. I'm not insecure. You're insecure. Key, huge key into imposter syndrome. And I could just speak for myself, but like 100 percent, 100 percent. That's what it has a lot my, to do with what we it flares up when I'm feeling like insecure. What we think people are thinking about us. Yeah. Like well, caring gosh. about how I exist in another human's mind. What a weird thought. Concept. It is just such a weird and it thing. Can, it can overtake some people's lives. Yeah. Like it really does. Like, oh, what are they thinking about me? What are they saying about me? Yeah. Oh, this person looked at me kind of strange. Like, are yeah. they mad at me? What did I do? Da, da, da. Like that all is. But if you think about scary. that, that can literally cripple your faith. Well, yeah. Because what Jesus might ask you to do might not be what the world wants you to do. And so if you're super insecure about who you yeah. are, yeah. like you could just be tossed around. Yeah. By waves of doctrine, thought, mm-hmm. teaching, all of it. What people right? want you to do, what your family totally. wants you to do, what your friends think you to do. Like, yeah. yeah. So I think insecurity for sure makes the imposter syndrome flare up majorly, majorly. Because so let's try and guess. How many people yeah. do you think are dealing with imposter syndrome? Oh, like so many. I won't put a number on it. But no, like way, I would. Th- I think everybody. I agree. I like think there must maybe there's like a, at some point. You know, some few, might be more, way more severe than others. Yeah. But at some point in your life, I think that you have encountered. So it's something we syndrome. all have to face, and we're talking about living in victory. Yeah. Like I do believe that this imposter syndrome thing can come in and steal your victory. Yeah. Because you could be given a new position and then you step in and you can't work in fullness mm-hmm. because you don't believe for some reason when that I you belong there. When I first started working there, here. You had imposter syndrome. I had imposter syndrome Why? hard because I never worked in a church this size. Right. I always worked in a small church and it was a very different context. Like I was very uh, like an inner city church and it was small mm-hmm. and um, it was just very the complete opposite of what Bethel is and not that one is better or not. Like they're both beautiful. Uh, But I remember like coming in and being, and there's so many people on staff. It was just like me and two other staff members Mm -hmm. and I was like part-time. So it wasn't anyway. So I remember having insane imposter syndrome when I first started working here. Really? Yep. Oh, I I never told anybody that. That's that's, thank you for sharing that. I remember (laughs) how you were spoken of when you came. Really? And it was just all like, this is like the Aww, person. She's like so, nice. so good, so gifted. She's going to so bring nice. like highest quality. Aww. And we were just like, we'll see. No. <laughs> <laughs> we hate that girl. No, no. No, no you came in and fit in like right away, immediately. Yeah, I like, did feel that. Easy. I did feel that way. Super easy. But yeah. Um, so that's, it's definitely. Thank you for thing. sharing that. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of the last time I felt imposter syndrome. Yeah. When's the last time you felt? I don't know. Anything think. with writing? Oh gosh, yes. There you go. Oh wow, yeah. Kids books. <laughs> and that's a scary place to exist because kids books? Well, just writing. Yeah, writing. Because writers be some judgmental people sometimes. Yep. Right? Um, no offense. And people are judging like their writing too. Yeah, totally. Right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So like um, yeah, I write kids' books and I actually write in the style of Dr. Seuss. So like, I mean, I guess right off the bat I'd be compared somewhat to Dr. Seuss. Yeah. To this amazing writer yep. and, and like, the success that he's had. Yeah. Right. Right. And I'm not, I'm self-published, not published, yep. published. So total imposter syndrome. Yep. A hundred percent. Okay. So this does get in the way of 
finding victory if we can't like move past imposter syndrome, right? Like if you were to stay feeling an imposter your whole life, you're not going to ever feel like you belong. Mm -hmm. It's how it is. Mm -hmm. So what are some things that we can do, implement, believe, whatever the case to overcome and remain in victory? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that we can do um, is own it. Like, don't pretend you're not having imposter syndrome. Right. Because that's not going to help you. So mm. we say this a lot on the podcast. We have to be vulnerable. Yes. Like, and be open about how you're feeling. Like, tell somebody that you trust. Tell mm-hmm. a friend. You don't got to tell the entire world. Right? Um, and ask questions. Like, if you feel, for example, if you're, like, doing something new in business, let's say, and you're all of a sudden sitting at this table with all these people and they're talking and you're like, I don't know what that actually means. Like, mm-hmm. and you're freaking out, you're spiraling. Cause you're like, I don't belong at this table. I don't even know what they're talking about. And stop, stop, take a breath. It's normal. It's okay. But be honest, be vulnerable, ask questions, be like, I'm so sorry. I don't understand what that means. What does that mean? When I first started working here, I had so many questions because mm-hmm. I was like, "What? how does this work? How does this work? How does this work? Bless Pastor Mitch. I was like, every totally. day, what does this mean? What does this mean? And that helped me combat my imposter syndrome. Yeah. And then he was like, so nice. Like he doesn't care that I'm asking questions, but no. you know, agreed. So I would say be vulnerable, accept it, own it. Yeah. You have it. That's totally fine. And understand that you're going to go from here to here. Yes. A hundred percent. Ask questions. Yeah. yeah. I think that, can I take that now and internalize that too? Sure. I think be vulnerable and ask questions of yourself. Why am I feeling this way? Yeah. Uh, what am I actually feeling? Like yeah. if you're feeling out of sorts amongst other people, yeah, pinpoint it, stop and go, okay, what's happening? Yeah. Is this me? Is this them? Mm-hmm. Is it my own Do stuff? I need to learn more? Yeah. Right. Do I need to ask questions? Mm -hmm. Because you're not going to come in and be perfect in a role. No. Like you should always be learning, always be growing. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's like an emotional intelligence thing to be able to ask ourselves deeper questions. Um, And often we think of that as narcissism. Right. Or selfishness. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's just not. Like we want to show up as our best for other people. So the vulnerability to say, I don't know. Or I'm, this isn't working for me and why, um, that's really important and helpful, yeah. I think. And so, healthy. So you can make the changes needed. Very healthy yes. to be asking ourselves these questions. Yeah. Okay. So what else do you think? Let go of perfectionism, right? Yeah. So who's been perfect in the world? Just Jesus. Just Jesus. Just Jesus. So stop looking at the amazing things that everybody has done in their Mm-hmm. ministry or job, Career, whatever, life. because you're not seeing their mistakes. No, especially friends. If you're just like on social media, mm-hmm. you're most oh. of the time, it's a highlight reel. Some people are really real and honest and vulnerable. And I love that. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. Those people. But most of the time it's a highlight. Like, and you would have no idea what people are going on beneath the surface. So yeah. yeah. So you have like, so if there's, any kids book writers out there, they might look at my book and go, oh, this is easy for him. Mm-hmm. But you don't see the hot mess that it is yeah. leading up to it. And you don't see the self-doubt. Yeah. You don't and see the drafts that you're writing. Exactly. And, the, you and the horrible writing that's in there before <laughs> you get to some of the better stuff. Yeah. That's everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Right. So you, we're only looking at people's success and seeing, oh, this is easy for them. Yeah. No, they weren't perfect. No. And aren't. Yeah. 
we can't be so just perfect. ditch it. And the great thing about that is that we can learn from the mistakes. Yeah. But there's also beauty in the scribbles and the messes. hundred percent. So I actually have this weird perfectionist thing in me that like when I, and I've gotten over it now. Okay. But like I would journal and the minute <laughs> I misspelled something or had, yes. it should be like, I'm out. This whole journal has to go in the garbage. Oh my God. You wouldn't even rip the page out? No, oh no, gosh. that's not perfect. Right. But then God would like, God is helping me to be like, but you need to leave these things in here so that you can remember, so that you can see your mess ups and understand that they are always going to be. So we pretend like they're not always going to be. Then we just live in a fake place. Yeah. That doesn't exist. No, it doesn't exist. And again, it's not healthy for you. Like, and you're not going to have victory over it. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Okay. That's really good. Yeah. Um, I would also say, something that has really helped me in my imposter syndrome and to have victory in it and to fight it, um, is self compassion. Mm-hmm. Like we are so hard on ourselves all the time. Like the track that's playing in our head. We talked Bert. about intrusive thoughts. We've talked about anxiety. We've talked about all these things. We are so, so, so hard on ourselves and something that my friend like always, always reminds me of is when I'm like so hard on myself, she would say, would you ever say that to me? Yeah, right. Like what you are saying to yourself right now in yeah. your head, not even out loud, because I'm sure like what's in your head is worse than you're saying out loud. Totally. <laughs> but, like, Would you ever look me in the eye and say that to me? And I'm like, no. And she goes, why are you saying it to yourself? Exactly. She always, always like reminds me of that. So yeah. bless her. But So we have to understand that, okay, somewhere along the way, I feel like we've decided that um, caring for ourselves like loving ourselves Mm -hmm. is wrong, right? But I actually think that it's just implied. Like, I think that God says, you know, he says, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't say love your neighbor you and, to, and hate yourself. How are you supposed to know how to love your neighbor if you don't love yourself? Right. And so there is some aspect for me where I go, you know, if you want to love yourself deep or get mm-hmm. out and love people, mm-hmm. like I don't think it's like a wait until you're like yeah. perfectly set up. And, yeah, perfect with yourself. Right. So you're never going to get there. Yeah. No, but I do think that there we shouldn't ever act like we're not allowed to respect and care for ourselves. Yeah. And self-compassion is like vital to that. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of people out there who aren't going to show you compassion. Yeah. There just is. We have a world who's waiting for you to mess up. And you can't show yourself compassion. Yeah. And get yourself around people who understand, they listen, right? And they care. And And they're going to be honest with you too. Yeah. They're going to tell you if you're not really going to make, you know, the The billboard top 100. (laughs) If I can be a pop but singer they'll say or it not. With, they'll, they'll say it with kid gloves and, yeah. and then they'll build you up in the areas that you need being built up in. Yeah. Right? So your self-compassion is also who you hang out with. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then anything to add to the the ways that we could... Yeah, I think we've talked about trusting in God. Like we need to trust in God and not in ourselves, hmm. not in our own abilities. Yeah. Right? It's great that we have giftings. It's great that we're talented. It's great that we could bring things to the table that other people can't bring. And that's all needed. And there's absolutely a place for that all the time. Um, But we're not relying on ourselves and we're not supposed to. We're not supposed to lean on our own understanding. We're supposed to trust God. Mm -hmm. And so I think a huge way to fight imposter syndrome is to remember I'm not God. I'm not in charge of everything. I don't have the answers for everything. Who does? God. 
Yeah. So we need to trust in God and not in ourselves. Totally. I think last week we said, um, how can we be fully, um, uh, not unique. What's the word? Authentic. Thank you. How can we be fully authentic if we're not authentic in God, right? Like mm-hmm. he is our creator. He is the one who makes us. Yeah. And so trusting in him to lead the way to, to place our steps. Yeah. Um, and to help us yeah, when we're feeling is, imposter syndrome is vital for our authenticity. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, a hundred percent scripture, uh, that I think really helps us to apply these to our lives mm-hmm. comes from second Corinthians 12, nine, 10. I have to like put on my old man glasses. They're not old man. They're cool. No, but it's because I'm old and my eyesight's going. <laughs> so I'm going to put that those old. on and they glare and they're like, don't wear those cause they glare. <laughs> so second Corinthians 12, nine, 10, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Oh, mm. Oh, are you expected to be strong? Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Mm, I love that verse. I do too. That's such a good reminder. It just takes such a weight off. Yeah, it does. It takes the pressure off. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm not supposed to be strong all the time. Oh, I'm not supposed to have all the answers. Oh, I'm not supposed to be the best. Oh, I'm not supposed to be perfect. I just have to show up engaged with God. Yeah. And lean on him and, and trust him. watch how he changes Give him everything. my weakness. Oh. And we said this last week uh, when we were talking about the cross. Mm-hmm. It's like we're exchanging all of our weakness for his strength. And that's exactly what this verse says. Absolutely. Wow. I love it. Trust in the Lord. Yeah. Be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Let go of perfectionism. Yeah. And be easy on yourself. Be easy on yourself. Show yourself some compassion and yes. grace. Especially you, Sarah. Okay. All right. I will. I'll receive it. (laughs) So that's it for today. Um, I just want to say thank you all to Mm -hmm. those friends of ours who are listening um, and engaging. And I just really hope and pray for you guys for like a real uh, victory in this season. Mm -hmm. One that lasts. Um, Believe in God, obviously, but also believe in who he made you to be. Yeah. Because um, he didn't mess up. Like he didn't mess up with you and, and, uh, he wants what's best for you. So there's a real blessing, I believe, uh, for his children throughout mm-hmm. this life. Yeah. Just like accept it, like let yeah. heaven up, open up over you yeah. and accept that blessing. Yeah. And ask him for it. Yeah. If you haven't asked him for it. And if you're really struggling with imposter syndrome, God can help you through it. Yep. Be vulnerable yep. and give it to him and ask him to help you through it. Yeah. So he will. He'll be there for you. 100. 100%. Thanks so, so much for listening. Like. And if you, actually, I think what will be really fun. Thumbs up us. Thumbs up us. Is if you resonated with one of those five. Yeah, tell us uh, who, Types of oh. imposter. Tell us what they are in the chat. I'll write mine in the chat. So cool. Get the ball rolling, but. I think that we yeah. might have some of this stuff on IG too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. remember to check us out on Instagram. Yeah. So yeah. like follow us there. Yep. Like, subscribe, all those things, but just also, yeah, yeah, part of the conversation. Yeah, we want you part of the conversation for sure. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number two, and we love you. In season number two. (laughs) Okay, sorry. We do love you. Thank you for listening to There Must Be More Podcast, a production of Bethel, Ottawa. You can catch us on YouTube where we would love it if you liked and subscribed. You can also catch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 